the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And now, we return to the purveyors of real estate knowledge, your real estate chalk talk. Okay, and uh, and Kim... Perkle. 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 Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, attorney at law. Yes. And we're talking probate. Yes. And when we went out, we talked about... we were, we're I, was, I was posing the question, formal or informal. That's right. And what is the difference? And you shocked me by saying... You prefer formal, which I thought would be a slower and more cumbersome process. Okay, so a lot of people think that. So in the informal process, once your letters are issued, that's when you have that 30-day waiting period. In the formal process, as soon as the letters are issued, you're free to sell. So the question becomes, how soon can I get a hearing? Is it going to be longer than that 30 days that I'm going to have to wait anyways? Because, right, you got to do your notice. you got to file the probate. you got to get your publication done, letters issued. Then you got to wait 30 days. Mm-hmm. Or can I just file all of this, get my hearing date, and know that my letters are going to be signed that day or the next day? And oftentimes I will tell you the formal ends up winning. Certain counties, probably not, but most of the outskirt counties. Okay. Hennepin County, Ramsey County. Hennepin is going to be slower in Slow. the formal process. Mm-hmm. Who determines informal or formal? It's a conversation you have with a personal representative oftentimes, but also the will typically elects for that. So the will will have language that the testator is asking for the, um, you know, the maker of the will, is asking for it to be as informal and unsupervised by the court as, pos- as possible. Mm. Oh, wow. We often recommend that because it's the least amount of money. Sure. But then when it comes to time for the personal representative to make that choice, they can always make whatever choice they feel comfortable, even if it's not the decision of the testator. So the conversation goes like this in terms of informal and informal. What types of assets are we dealing with? If it's just one house and it's one kid and there's no disputes, there's no debts, yes, that is an ideal situation, right? We're not dealing with time clocks. We're not dealing with beneficiaries that are arguing. There's no debts, et cetera. An ideal situation for informal. Informal. Mm-hmm. Formal, we start to ask, okay, is this estate, um, uh, does it have debts? Are, are the debts potentially going to exceed the assets? Do we have creditor claims? Are the beneficiaries fighting? Is there any type of um, disagreement between the beneficiaries and this PR? Is there any reason why the PR just needs the comfort of a court order with a deadline to appeal that order just to make themselves feel comfortable? And if any of those questions are yes, we're going to go formal. So no will. Yes. And and a, a slew of errors. Yes. That's a problem. Well, yes, because you have I mean, to look that, at that list for the first battle out of probate is who is the personal the representative, right? right? The and right. then if we have will contests or anything, we're dealing with that way later stage. But the first battle is who gets to serve. So if you have a whole bunch of beneficiaries and they can't agree, yes, you're going to have a battle at the first stage. It, even if you have four siblings and they all agree it should be the oldest brother, 
they get to sign a nomination and a renunciation, and then the court just moves with that. So but, going back to the discussion we had off topic yep. about you and your friend yep. and dealing with, you know, who should who should I name when I have a blended family? If I don't name a neutral, how does that work? Well, you know, one of the things that happens in court when we go to that first court hearing on the battle, the court will say, look, if you all can't agree, I'm appointing a neutral. Mm-hmm. So you might end up there anyways. Mm-hmm. Sure. Do you have forgot, something? Yeah, I forgot. What I Sorry. Okay. Come back. Nomination. So so we got the... Uh, this this is another question that comes up frequently. So uh, grandma passed. I'm picking on grandma today. So gra- <laughs> grandma passes. Or grandpa. <laughs> or grandpa. And they have a mortgage, a current mortgage yes. on the property. And they have some credit cards, obviously. And they've got the phone bill and they've got the this bill and they've got the insurance and they've got all of that stuff. And those, those uh, bills, th- those services continue to accrue. Yes. And, and now we've got this time lag between when when the passing was until somebody is appointed mm-hmm. and there's i know that there's there's like you know should give notifications to these companies so that you know many times the credit card companies will just stop it you know they okay we'll just wait then until you settle and and all that stuff but at that point no one even has authorization to do any of that right so what would you recommend that they do just nothing and wait or what it's case by case so you know, if I have a, a you know, um, someone come in, their parents died, they're very familiar with the house, they're familiar with the bills, they have the resources to continue those on. I say, hey, it's not a bad idea to just pay the taxes, pay the utilities, because otherwise you're going to have to deal with contesting all these late fees later and who wants that For, hassle. Pay them from the Their personal oak, assets. Oak, right? From whose personal assets? Their own. The, the whoever, they, whoever is trying to take control of the okay. reins and is going to eventually be the administrator of our estate. Whoever's okay. coming to see I always, me, I always can you get guard that against back? That. Yes. Yeah, you can get it back. Okay. But. Well, so then how did we do my dad's? Because because I had, um, so I had to pay like the Discover bill and I had to pay the utilities to keep it going. And we had uh, one of his... Um, his retirement funds or something where the Edward Jones, where we had them split that into the, the seven. That's a and, different, whole different But then had them sign the check back to me to be able to pay yes, the bills. But when did we do that? That was w- w- long down the road. You were already appointed. We had a, ch- okay. sep- a checking okay. account set okay. up in the estate's okay. name and, and okay. all that all right. stuff. So but the interim, the gas bill. Yeah. You know, you don't right. want them to shut the gas right. out. The exactly. gas bill, the electric bill, the things like that. Um, but now what saying, if somebody can't? Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. What if somebody what can, if doesn't they have the come in and they're like, I'm named here, but I don't, I cannot I don't float this right. house, right. right? Well, that is an emergency, okay. right? There could be dissipation and loss of assets if I don't take immediate action to secure this estate. There you get a special administrator appointed way quicker than a personal representative, and now they can start accessing those bank accounts to pay these debts. All right, so then I'm, now I'm going to go down a couple different <laughs> places here. One of them is, uh, with that in mind, you need to set up an account in the estate's name, correct? The personal representative personal will, will do that, correct. Up, and then the estate has a tax ID number. That tax is number. correct. So that all takes time, and you got to go to the bank, yep. and you got to turn all, yep. and that can't happen until they've been appointed. That's right. Otherwise, nobody, 
uh, talk right. to anyone. And then I have people always saying that, oh, we can just do it ourselves because the forms are right online at the at the, the state, and we just get the forms and and do it ourselves. And I'm not saying that they've never gone smoothly, mm-hmm. but it's rare. And it's the case where it's a, a single person died, and they're and they've got essentially the house. Very simple estate, yes. but if there's any other kind of an estate, it seems like it's so complicated that who would even want to do that? Well, it's one of the reasons people start thinking, is there a way to avoid probate, mm-hmm. right? Because we've just named a multitude of factors, the waiting game, the cost. We haven't even talked about that, right? Most people can't do this on their own. They need to hire me. Right. They need to hire someone to help them. That costs money. So then they start asking themselves, well, do I? does my family have to go through this probate process or are there other ways to avoid that? And in, we're lucky in Minnesota there are. What about uh, when there are assets involved that there is unknown value? So, you know, Grandpa has this car in the, a couple of cars in the garage that, you know, he loved those cars. He's had them ever since he was a kid. <laughs> and they, they're just like brand new off the showroom floor. I don't know and, how we got to Grandpa and, from Grandma, and, but okay. Uh, and, yeah. <laughs> And, uh, you know, the grandson would sure like those cars. And so let's just, you know, he needs a car. Is that, I mean, you don't know, that car could be worth $100,000. What's the evaluation process or like jewelry or artwork or something like that? Is there a formal evaluation process that needs to be conducted or are they free just to kind of say, yep, let let uh, uh, Grandpa Junior take it? Not free, but they must act in good faith as a reasonable and ordinary person would and use commercial reasonable standards to value property. You know, if someone's asking me, and it's it's the same answer that applies to real estate. So the question is, is am I required as the personal representative to get my real estate appraised before I sell it? No, right? You don't, real estate can be sold, especially in today's market, for its actual value because you have multiple bids. Sure. And it's probably going for more mm-hmm. than it's even worth, as you two know better than I do. So getting an appraisal might not even help in that scenario because the sale price is way higher than the appraisal price. Mm-hmm. So you're not required to get those things valued, but you can't undersell things. So if you want to protect yourself and there's a question about the value, you want to maybe go get go on Kelly Blue Book have that printout that you actually looked for what it was valued. At least, so, at least made a good faith effort. That's effort. exactly correct. So with with my dad's, we had every I, I had it set up for one weekend for everybody to come, you know, for whatever they wanted. Okay. And this was way before, so I literally had my list, and I had everybody. I wrote down absolutely everything that everybody took. Okay. Just because I didn't know if I was going to need that later to balance out that what they're going to get based on what they took before we got to that point does that make sense sure does <laughs> and were we'll you asking a question or, or yeah i think so okay <laughs> confirming my okay my so you're going to repeat that when we come back from break and put in a question format oh, this is our healthy homes our healthy homes.com 651-775-9194 our healthy homes.com we'll be right back Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.